So, as Paul Harvey used to say, now for the rest of the story, part two of the keys to world domination. Hello, everybody. My name is Mauricio Garcia. Welcome to another episode of the Conquistador podcast. As you know, this is um, always the show that we do with my friend, mentor, and partner, Mr. Hubert Humphrey, to whom I salute. As always, Hubert, how are you today? I'm doing great. I love love you bringing up Paul Harvey. That's a that's a blast from the past, and that's really what we're doing here today, giving you the rest of that uh, keys to world domination, building these giant super teams. We're gonna give you that rest of the story that we left off yesterday. Absolutely, that that uh, another piece of the of the great puzzle that I hope everybody is really studying this podcast and putting putting all these things together. It makes. It makes such a huge difference in your life, I can tell you by personal experience. So one of the uh, points that we couldn't cover yesterday was um, point number six, which is Hubert couldn't live with being average and ordinary. And let me just open a parenthesis because uh, there's a lot of people who are content. But Hubert, he couldn't live with being average and ordinary. He didn't just want to be number one. He needed to be number one. And I understand not everybody feels that way. Well, most everybody's got somewhere down in their life at some point in time. It may have got, it may have got, it may have got snuffed out along the way. But there's a light that flickers. There's like a pilot light in a, uh, in a water heater or something in a stove or something. A, we all have that little pilot light, and uh, sometimes it gets snuffed out. Sometimes it gets put out. Sometimes it gets relit. Sometimes it stays at a low flame. It never gets. But it's there. It's uh, yeah. it's in every one well, of us and. And, and, not, and, and, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Now that, now that, I just want to take take that back, and I want to take that back because I, I just assumed I could be completely wrong. I want to be somebody. I want to be significant. I want to be a, a hero for my children. I want to be good for my my wife. You know, I I want to be somebody. So who am I to say that? Not everybody wants to be number one out there. I could be completely wrong. Well, no, 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 or maybe at no, some no, point. No, 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 is, you're, you know? you're, no, no, no you're, you're absolutely right on what you're saying. <laughs> very, very few people's pilot light or, or their lights are going. They're going to put enough fuel and oxygen and and keep it enough until it becomes a, an obsession. It's like it's like uh, it's like water. You you take water out there and a little a little pot of water, and uh, uh, and just. You know, it's at room temperature. Just sit. The stove's not on. It's just at room temperature. It's just a lukewarm water. But it's mm-hmm. it's doable. You can do something. You can wash with it. You can do a few things with that water. In fact, if you were to go freeze that water and run it from room temperature down to 32 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, guess what? It'll freeze. And now you got some mm-hmm. more water. You got you got ice. You got a different. You you got frozen cool. yep. frozen ice that you can do something. But but if you want, it, but if you really want it to really transform in a different kind of way, you got to turn that heat up. You got to turn the stove on. Temperature's got to be put to it. And most people in our lives, uh, we, if we're lucky enough, we'll go through a process. We got mentors, and we got things that it can make us make us our temperature increase the heat. And if we ever get it to where it becomes that 212 degrees, and uh, it becomes steam. It's con- it's a whole different. It's, it's no longer water. Changes now. world. Yep. It, it's, it changes the world. It's powerful, and that's what we like. And most people, unfortunately, don't don't get there. But it's not that they couldn't. It's that they they don't they don't know the, all the pieces to the puzzle. But, they don't. They're not aligned with somebody. No, they don't know that. They 
that, that's that's what that's why people like us that are selling dreams. That's what we're doing. We're, we're selling dreams to people who didn't even know a dream existed. They didn't know that there was a way for people like them to, it, it's all right to dream again, to, to re-crank up the dream machine. Most people out there are kind of, their dreams re, dream machine shut off or it's, it's dormant or the, or they've become dream dead or they're in a dream coma. They Whatever phrase you want to say, somebody's got to go out there and rekindle that and resurrect it and, and renew it and shock them and that's what guys like us that are running a dream selling machine rest of the industry selling insurance we're selling dreams that's what separates us and 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 gets these people going and we give them an opportunity where i i, I know one thing i wanted to be just like you said you wanted to be somebody i i don't i don't know when i was a little 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 fellow i was an imaginative little thing and it always I was always giving the teachers fits because I was always asking questions and this, that, and the other. I, I don't know, there's something about me and, and my parents uh, in their own way and the people I was around, people at church. They, 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 some, there was enough of it. And, and I had a, my grandmother. My grandmother, when I was just a little kid, looked look, four, five, six, seven, eight years old, somehow or another, she spoiled me and made me think I was. You got to understand, she had 10 children and she had probably 50, 60 grandchildren. I mean, it's a monstrous group of children back in those days. But yeah. she made me feel like I was the most special fellow in the world. And, and I didn't know no better. And, and and I grew up thinking that, man, I could be whatever I wanted to be and didn't even know what it was. And only when I became an adult and kind of got, had, uh, interrupted my education at Georgia Tech for this little summer job, married my wife, pregnant, and all of a sudden I get trapped in that little job. And I don't go back and pursue my education and keep going. And I wake up four years later and I said, what has happened to me? Only in that four-year period of time did my did my dream machine go 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 dormant. Now mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was going when I was a teenager, but I was dreaming, and we call it today. I call it the Alexander complex. That means I can't. I just can't live within uh, with myself there. I, I just can't. Uh, 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 I, I just can't. I, I, they say you live in the grip of a vision, and you can no more stop, let go of that vision, than you can stop breathing. And that's sort of, I didn't, I never heard of the Alexander Complex until many, many years later, but I found out that that's what I had. I had the yeah. beginnings of this, 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 this success disease, and it's, and it's kept me, it's kept me going. That's why, that's one reason why I just stay at this thing is because I was one of those so fortunate few to keep my dreaming going, and I was able to dream the next dream. And then I learned how to have a dream habit. I kept getting a new dream and a, a new dream, and I've and I've just made up my mind. I don't want to hesitate very much. I don't I don't care what goes on. Even when I had a even when I sold my second company to Agon and had a ten a big long non compete for over ten years, uh, I still stayed. I, I made sure I stayed in a business, even though I was tra- I couldn't be in the insurance business. I could be in other business. So I created mortgage businesses and. And an RIA used my system and kept my muscles going and kept building teams and kept myself out there and and knowing that at some point in time, I'm going to dream a bigger dream and go finish what I started in the insurance business on the next phase. And and here I am. I'm just... And and now we got some exciting announcements that'll be coming up in the next three or four or five months. Here's just going uh, going to revolutionize things even bigger. So it's that... It's it's that... uh, It's that wanting to be somebody and that's what we got to do for people we got to you you can't sell a dream if you don't have a dream you can't bring a nightmare to the door you're trying to sell somebody a dream you got to 
Bring your dream demonstrator, your own personal dream, and 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 you can't you if you hadn't got a fire, if your torch is not lit, you can't come light my torch, and it's it, that's why you gotta have this 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 uh this this desire being this average and ordinaryism is what we we're all born with the potential to be anything something great. Good God didn't make anything but perfect things, mm-hmm. but he but he created us sort of to equalize this thing and make it a test. It's uh, we all kind of have a, an average and ordinary uh, system as our default system, and it's for, us, it's for us to overcome it. And we do that by dreaming and stretching our vision and moving, and that's what we well, got to do. Well, I, I, I want to move on to number seven, but I can't. I need to stay on number six <laughs> still because you said Hubert couldn't live with being average and ordinary. Is that a disease that you were born with? This Alexander uh, complex disease? Because it's, obviously, it, if you it, can't, it's, it's it's terminal, it's fatal. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a life sentence. Mm. <laughs> it's a, when you if you get it if you get it to that temperature if it gets past two twelve and even higher, uh, mm. I, mm. It, first of all you'll love it. It's not a punishment. You'll love it because it it to me. When I look back and I leave here, I'll I'll leave here as an imperfect person, who 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 probably probably got a lot of things I could have done better, but the one thing is that I, uh, I, I I I it wasn't because I didn't try, you know I I, I didn't I didn't have this desire this quest to do more and and I don't mean just in the making of money, just mm-hmm. into acquiring of money. I've already done all the money things. Yeah, people I mean, I could misunderstand that. That's yeah. not what we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, money I, I, is the byproduct, no, right? Hey, but, but, yeah. but right now, there's a lot of people out there, they need to get in the money phase. Oh, absolutely. You need, you, need, you need to make that money. But but ultimately, if you're talking about <clears throat> some people want to make the money, they want to retire, don't want to do anything else and go away and just do whatever. And that's if that's your dream, that's, man, we've got a plan for you. You can, you can. In fact, we, we're going to be announcing soon this big partner program where you come in here and get yourself up to a level, pretty big level. We got to wait for them buy, buy that deal, make you a partner, give you some stock in the bigger thing, and then you, you give you four, five, six multiples of your income, and you're sitting over there with a big payday. If you want to go retire, great. But if you want to keep going, great. So, if, whatever you want to do in life, but the, but I. Uh, I, I, I'm more important these people know what it takes to get get them from where they're at now and get them started and get them launched into a a, a, mm-hmm. a, a new world. Now, once they, if for people that are already out there at a high level and they just want to, how do, how do I recrank it again and go to a much higher level? That's probably a little deeper dive on another show uh, mm-hmm. about this same. So this subject is this subject has varying degrees of uh, understanding to it, but to move people. From where they are in their current life to doing something better, they need to they need to realize that they've got to they got to get this hunger up. They got to get their dream yeah, machine good, good, back good, going good. again. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's we, what I'm pointing out. You can do it. You can get your hunger up by you just mentioned it. You had this new dream. New dream all the time kept you, you know, w- with this at least feeding the Alexander complex. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. And, and one thing, one, and one thing, I kept my vision stretched. Uh, every, it's, and so, it's, you can't stretch your own vision, but you can make a decision to hang around people and go to do mm. things that can stretch your vision. And luckily, I just I wanted to be somebody, and I knew I didn't know how to be nobody, and I wanted to be around. And and, 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 I, and I got right mentors and coaches and people and things, and and it was happened to be a lot of the right ingredients that caused me to 
All of a sudden, I could I could see a little bit bigger. Then I could see myself a little bigger. Because ultimately, ultimately, if 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 an image doesn't eventually get in your heart and mind of you actually in possession of something you're looking for, or you can't achieve that little something, it's not going to drive you to it. Then when you do that, you see a, if you dare to dream a bigger dream, then you actually see. A picture. There, yeah, that's me. That's Hubert Humphrey. I'm driving that car. I'm living in that house. And and you can repeat it. The next thing you know, you're gonna go after it. Then when you see, well, I can have a big team. I can make this much. I could become. I could get in that club. I I could be make a million dollars. But you had to. It's got to get to the point where the image comes up in your mind and your heart, and you can see it. That that it's been painted on the mural of your mm-hmm, heart and mind. Mm-hmm. And and that that's what. That's what this means. It, it's not some, oh, I had a dream one night and I'm going to be sick. No. It, it's, got a, it, it's, it's an energy force that gets inside of you that finally forces you to use this great thing, your, your, your imaging, your, your, your vision machines tied between your, heart, between your mind and your, and, your, and, and your emotional center, your heart, and it gets a emotionalized. These thoughts get electrified and, and it... It's like a projector. You go hook this cord into this thing, boom, an image pops up on the screen. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's sort of what you're doing in your life here. Very good. That's good for number six. Let's get to number seven here. Um, Hubert mastered a system for national expansion. And I elaborate more. It says three ways Hubert expanded his business. Can you take it from there? Yeah. Well, what I did is... Uh, once you got this perfectly running model, which is what Ray Kroc did in in in, in uh, Oak Brook, Illinois, up there close to where you live, mm-hmm. he, he 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 once he bought the rights to it from the two McDonald brothers out of San Bernardino, and t- took their little beginning model of McDonald's and he took it and revolutionized it. He goes and creates a prototype, a perfectly running model, and 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 so every everybody that he's going to go out and invite to become an entrepreneur and put their, invest their money into his franchise. He wanted them to see that he had a model that he wanted them to copy. McDonald's is all uh, McDonald's offering franchises to franchisees was nothing but having you come copy his model. The, he didn't want people coming and investing money and creating anything. He didn't. Entrepreneurs who go to franchises don't need to create anything. They copy, and you're paid to imitate, not create. And in our business, you're paid to copy or imitate, not create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Creative people, that's wonderful. We love you. Go create somewhere else, and somebody will give you a job and pay you a salary. You get over here, you want to succeed in our business, you better be a great copier, and the system makes you copy. The system is like a you become a human Xerox machine. You just keep copying good stuff, and it compounds into great success. And that's what that's what I did there. So I had I had a strong all these things we talked about yesterday. But you know, big base had a big R&D factory, and I produced yep. a bunch of first generations who did it. And I, out of that, I have found six, seven, eight really superstars that were thinking like Hubert, doing that thing at all levels, and uh, and and, and uh, was that master builder. So, so with a high numbers mentality. Well, now that's what I'm doing. So now, the first the the, the first thing that I did to be a do it first leader when I was when I was in Macon, Georgia, and. I'd, I'd finally got. I'd find after all these years of looking and searching and trying and, and, and different things and and Amway and different things, learning, learning things. I learned a lot. Didn't make a lot of money, but boy, I learned a lot. And then all of a sudden, this A.L. Williams thing is being born. Just an art with 30 people or so, and I could see what he had. And I went and took my knowledge of this system that I had learned. This what I became my leadership format system, 
and I was able to bring that over into his platform with his great crusading product and concepts, and I had the delivery system with this recruiting and building system, plug that baby in there, and I did it. So, so, so I went and pro- I went and proved that it worked for about a year and a half. Then I uprooted. No, step number one is I uprooted myself and transplanted myself to Denver. So I took myself out of the potted plant and repotted myself. That's that's the old Chinese proverb that that before anything can really grow, it has to be repotted into a more fertile field. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just sit there in that same place. So I was repotted into Denver. I willingly went there and transplanted myself uh, to that new area. So now all of a sudden, I, I, was, I got out of my little comfort. I was a little, I'm, here I'm Hubert Humphrey from Macon, Georgia, lived there, all, born and raised there. Uh, I'm in a nest. And, uh, and, and, and I, had a, I spoke a certain way, thought a certain way, did everything a certain way. But now when I'm uprooted and I'm in Denver, I, I, like I, could, have, I could have gone to Mars and it would have been a similar experience <laughs> because I, I, everything's different. I go out there now, I, I got to meet new friends. I got to do things different. I got to, I got to, I, 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 it's up to me now. I've got, I, I got to really work harder, faster. Everything about me, I went through a conversion. It's like a, it's like a, a, a beautiful butterfly. It starts out as a, as a little larva. And then it kind of morphs into a, 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 a what do you call it, a chrystalis. It's got a little cocoon in it, a little caterpillar. And then it comes out of that, and it eventually goes through the metamorphosis and got beautiful wings and flies away. It's a beautiful butterfly. And from that little that little larva, that little worm, to a caterpillar, uh, to a butterfly. And, and, and that's what happened to me. I went from just a little worm down there, and the next thing you know, I was a pretty decent caterpillar in Macon, and boom, goes to Denver, and I come out of that thing. I'm a, I'm a butterfly. And I went out and re- recreated that over and over. So number two was that uh, I raised up leaders out of this base shop and, uh, and then satellited them out. And it was not all of them. We built a strong base shop, 15,000 people in two years there in Denver with no, so- no social media, no smartphones, no nothing. Mm-hmm. We just built a big, giant base shop of great leaders. And out of there, several of them became leaders that still live in Denver. But there was a bunch of them that wanted to be somebody, and then we picked out areas that they were from. And I sent Bill McCord to to, to to St. Louis, and Chip Taylor went to Kansas City, and and and, and we had we already had opened up Salt Lake City too, and so I sent Jeff Miles to Fresno, California. I sent Dick Rainwaters to Garden Grove, California. Dave Buckner to Phoenix. Jerry Carroll to Phoenix. Uh, uh, and then by that time, Nate Knowles had come over and met some of us in in, in our in Denver. He went back home to his place in, in San Jose. He wanted to do it, so we go there. We go there and get him going from him. Rich Stalley and all the Swan Wind all came from that little start. So me satelliting, but they were there copying. Jack Linder, who was a referral from my sister, the day before I left Macon to go to Denver, she gives me the name of the Linder family in, 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 in Austin that she went to church with and grew up with. And so I put his name down. She told me all about him. I meet him a month later. And it didn't take but two or three weeks. He quits a 20-year job making $100,000 a year with Perina Chow to go back because he's a cowboy. He wanted to get back to Texas. And mm-hmm. we opened, he opened up Texas. So, But they all went back. They all they all had a little little prototype of the kind of little office layout I had in Denver. I didn't have all, I didn't have financial services offices 
like most people, I, I had centers. I had motivational leadership centers where they would come in. They'd come in, and in the daytime, everybody could come in and use the rooms and interview people, talk to people. We'd have little meetings during the day, big two, three times a week, Tuesday night, Thursday night, and Saturday morning. We'd have big, big meetings where all these people would bring prospects, and we called them Back then, we called business presentations. Now we're calling BOPs, business opportunity presentations. And they pour these people in there. We process it. And then the leaders were just, we just ran it as a, as a big, giant machine. I didn't have a bunch of offices where all these guys, four, five, six, seven guys had offices with potted plants and their pictures on the wall. And so when when new people came into the business, they said, oh, gee, the opportunity's gone. Everybody's got an office. I didn't ever want that kind of feeling. I wanted them to come in. Every the, the the center was your office, and you built your business on the fly. If you ever wanted to go, then I wanted you to go build a center one day. Who would, and those guys would build a center, and and we and that's what caused it to go. Mm -hmm. It stayed viral. Is a did, and then of course number three, is I found those strong leaders. Uh, in 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 the other see not only did I not only did I grow myself in my own base shop, I satellited them out to 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 go and copy our base shop, and also. We found people at distances. Jim Bingham down in Springfield, Missouri, and, and Nate Knowles over there in, in, in California and, and several other places, they would come. They would fly into me. They'd come in there two and three times to see how we ran our meetings. It was like, it was like all these franchisees going to Oak Brook, Illinois, to see this hamburger, yeah, this McDonald's. It's still, it's still up there. And they'd go through Hamburger U. Then they'd go back home. So I did all those things. I built, I built it in my shop. I satellited them out. And I had people at a distance that were attracted to us to come see my shop. It was all, all, but it was all off of a master copy. And of course, that uh, you want to jump there real quickly to number, to number eight, which. Uh, yeah, I just want to. I want to point out before you get on to number eight, and sorry for interrupting you. Is just that, it, it, on top of this whole thing, I'll repeat again for people to to hear this: is that this whole thing is supported by your system. A lot of entrepreneurs, sometimes we go into business and we're just good at doing something and we think that that's gonna be enough to really grow something to go from local to maybe statewide, nationwide, probably not gonna do it unless you systematize or maybe put in other words, have a system, which is not the same thing to, to say uh, system type, have a system whereby doing things. Cause that's, you know, this just what you're covering here is yet yeah, part of the psychology of a much bigger system. Well, see, McDonald's, he, his was the business franchise format system. You went up and look at what he was doing. This is the system how I run my McDonald's up here. You go mm -hmm. wherever you open up your franchise, you follow this system, and it'll work just as good as this one. And they went back, and they did it in, 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 in Macon or wherever. You, you can go to London, and there's a McDonald's. It, this, you, the system is transferable. It's not one big system that stays in one place. It's a portable system that everybody it's just a way of doing things. It's not. It's the the system is not a thing. It's a. It's a a, a, a new set of business habits that uh, that 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 you're that you're doing and replicating in other people over and over and over again. It's what you got to do. And and of course the whole the, the the thing that kept driving it was that number eight there where mm -hmm. we I, I set I constantly set goals of great growth for myself and and for my leaders. And, was, and, and, and a lot of times what I did is I did something called possibility projections. That was just me. That was just me being able to impose a bigger set of goals on them. And, and I would tell them, I said, if I was you 
and knowing you like I know you and knowing your team like I know it, if I was you, this would be the goals that I'd be setting if I was you. Now, you're going to do what you want to do, but this is what I would do. I can see your team having this many recruits a month, this many sales a month, this many promotions to RMD a month, this much cash flow. This much. I could, I'd, I'd send that out to them every month, and I'd list all of them. And I, and I used to have some of them call me back up and say, Hubert, where did you come up with these numbers? I'll never forget Monty Home one time called mm. me at midnight one night. said, Hubert, I, I, I see this list, you, and I put them all out in a group. So they, they, all, they, they got Hubert uh, imposing these possibility projections out there, and uh, it, looked, it looked like it was stretching. And he said, well, Hubert, uh, what, what, what did, why, why, why did you put these goals out there for me like that? And all I said, whoa, whoa. He, 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 he said, man, I, I just don't see myself – Doing that, that's that. I think he was worried if, if he didn't hit him, he was gonna get embarrassed by. Uh, and I, uh-huh. yeah, we didn't try to embarrass anybody. So yeah. I said, Wait a minute, I said, well, Wait a minute, Monty, let's get a piece of paper. Let me just check on it right quick. I'll just I'll check my numbers. All right, you, you and, he, and he reminded me what the numbers I'd given him were. I said, All right, Monty, let, let's let's just go down his straight line. Uh, give me the name of your all your front line legs. He goes, This one, this one, this one, this one, this one. We list all the names. I said, Now, Monty, you tell me yourself. You know them about about how many recruits is it possible for them to do in the next thirty days? About, about how many sales? You know where they're at? About about what they could do? You know how? You know what kind of job you've done with them? You know what you're going to do with them? About what? And then, or let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next. And, and I'd let him tell me, and we went down through every one of his legs, and then we kind of added it up. And guess what? It almost always was almost what I projected. It's just that he wouldn't have done that his, on his own. So I did it for him and made him re- reverse engineer to it, and uh, and it was a new set of success habits imposed on their their. their I mean, it's just leadership, saving people yeah, from well, themselves. Yeah, well, it's kind of uh, you know putting that new dream in them. What can right. you uh, accomplish? Because yeah, sometimes we just fail doing it. But on our if left to our own devices, oh yeah, with our limited beliefs, we don't seem to be able to expand our own vision so leadership is about that is look at the look at the millions of entrepreneurs out there that that have started businesses where 95 percent of them fail and even yeah. the ones that are that stay around they're, they're running stores and everything and they just they, they never get they, they, not real they business. Never, and, and they and they never get they, they they just got a commission job is what they've got you know and mm-hmm. and since they don't know how, they don't have any way of expanding it and they can't. If, 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 if some some small entrepreneurs who who do who get a little 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 brave, and they run out and get a borrow some money or get some investors, they jump out and say, "I'm going to expand this store into five more stores," and they'll run out and start to do something like that. And and and, and now they've now now they've gone from the the water's safe harbor, they're out into the water, and now they're moving into the deep water. And they don't have enough money and enough success to get on across the ocean to the other shore, mm-hmm. and they and, and they don't have enough to get back, and they're stranded and they go down because they overreached. So, it, it's a tough situation. You either stay small, and that's a punishment, but you can make a good you know, good living out of it. But it's a lot of there's a there's a fine there's a fine line. There's a, I always talk about this fine line. Yeah, there's a fine line between between a business being the the lowest paying hard work you'll ever do or being the highest paying easy work you'll ever do and it's you know what it is it's having a system that works that you can you can follow and you can transport and duplicate in other people that's the fine line 
I love I love what you just said there, and I love it so much to kind of end it end it there, because a hey, the system sometimes to do a certain job, it's really about the tool that you're using to do the job, and I would say there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are trying to do a certain job, growing a business with a wrong system, using the wrong tool, so it could be a very painful uh, life, a very painful experience. And it, this thing that you just said in the end, it goes, or it, we can tie it right into the Hegemon Group International Opportunity because if there is a way to go in business where it can be easy or easier, a lot easier because there's a system involved, because there's the, um, the original architect of the system in the game teaching it, is this opportunity that I want to talk to you about? What happens to be the sponsor to this podcast, which is Hedgeman Group International? So, hey, Mauricio, before before yeah. you, this little tagline at the bottom, this little ending line, kind of wraps everything these last two podcasters said. Mm-hmm. It says it says to the to the leaders who build big RMD base shop factories and keep producing strong first generation RMDs or, or leaders go the greatest honors and the greatest rewards in other words if you follow this model over and over and over again it compounds into the greatest the greatest success you, you win the game you win the money game you win the race for the for the outlets and, and, and success so I I want to invite everybody to go back listen to yesterday's podcast and make a note of those eight key points to world domination because they are these are the keys that Hubert used to build monstrous companies, build monstrous teams, and just really create a lot of wealth for people out there and everybody involved. And um, thank you, Hubert, as always. But I do want to re- remind everybody before we actually wrap it up to go to Hegemon Group International uh, Opportunity, which is HGIOpportunity.com. Actually, that is the, the, the website. I want you to check out HGIOpportunity.com. What you're going to find there is a presentation about what is the HGI Opportunity and why that is the best opportunity in America today. So if you're looking for a vehicle that can take you from where you are now to where you really want to be, you need to get involved with Hedgeman Group International. HGIOpportunity.com. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for staying tuned, for staying, for, for, for tuning into this podcast. And um, if you are listening on YouTube, make sure to comment, make sure to subscribe and share. And if you're listening to us on any of the podcast platforms out there, make sure to share to the people or share with the people that uh, you care about the most, people that are in business who are trying to get to that next level. And to you, Hubert, as always, thank you so much for adding all the value here every single day. Can't wait for next week where we have another opportunity to do a bunch of these new uh, uh, you know, podcasts for the people who are trying to be successful in business. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Look forward to seeing everybody at the top. Bye-bye. Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. 